With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Giovanni, this could be our year. Optawas. When Marcelo runs it back, Tohu's leading from the front. We're moving up the table like a hot cross bun. Then we see Shui Guy, the coach's box behind. It is quarter past 12. Fantastic. Fantastic. Massive day. Massive weekend of sport. Highlight of the main event coming to you later tonight. And of course, SENZ as we have week in, week out. We are your home of all things Warriors. Come out to play. Let's cross the ditch and catch up with uh, Sam Hewitt, who is leading the charge on behalf of SCNZ. He and Uncle Kempe, Tony Kemp, will have the call for us later this evening. They're behind enemy lines. Come in, Mr. Hewitt. How you doing? G'day, Sam. Daniel. Uh, boys, I'm doing fantastically well. Behind enemy lines, and I've lost Kempe. So I've no idea where he's gone. Uh, he, might have, he may have been taken prisoner somewhere. Uh, but it is a massive buzz in Brizzy. Look, Warriors jerseys are everywhere walking. We're sort of in the main cafe precinct at the moment about to get some brunch. And, uh, yeah, lots and lots of Warriors jerseys and very few Broncos jerseys, which is a good sign. So percentage of Warriors jerseys to Broncos at this stage, is it an 80-20 split then, Sam? How, how are we looking? Well, I definitely have... Um, my parochial glasses on Grant, so I'm going to say 99-1, but that's probably because I'm not looking for the Broncos jerseys. There have been some about, <laughs> um, but, 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 but the Warriors jerseys are definitely in the majority for us, for sure. In fairness, Sam, you have one eye. It's hard to, it's hard to <laughs> see the others, right? But as far as that plane journey over, did you sense it was like not just your bog standard trip to the other side of the ditch, that there, what, there, there was a, a league vibe in it, you know, a sporting vibe in the Tin Bird? Mm. No, it's it's it, it, it does it feels like Christmas Day. It feels like you know the the the, the excitement has been building for a, not even you know the, the week leading up to this or the day before, but you know essentially ten years, right, or thirteen years since we were last in a grand final. So definitely, you know, waiting in the lines at Auckland Airport, they were very very long. They're very understaffed. Not a big at the Auckland Airport there, but uh, the lines were very long. But the but the excitement, the fans are all talking to one another. Everyone's you know exchanging where they're staying and what they're going to get up to, and you know it it's, it feels like that real Kiwi coming together community. We're all here sort of for one cause, and we've all descended on Brisbane. Uh, not to mention all the people that actually live in Brisbane, Daniel, because half the city are Kiwi anyway. So uh, it's um, yeah, it, it feels different for sure than any other game we've had. Last time I was there, Sam, um, I just got out last ball of uh, day four, leaving one, leaving a straight one. Mitchell Johnson? Um, no, it was Stuart Clark. Oh, left one. No, just nip back. Off the crack, yeah. yeah nip just nip back. back a bit. There's, actually a statue, and, um, there's actually a statue of that here, Grant, and I'll just let, let you know. <laughs> there wouldn't be, trust me. Uh, not my test career. But um, the, the it turned out to be a good night for you, Grant. turned out to be a great night because I ended up going to the Rugby World Cup, uh, the league final. New Zealand versus Australia. And when we beat them. And I tell you what, yeah, it was the first ever league game I went to. I tell you what, the split between Australian supporters and Kiwi supporters was probably 
90 to 10 in terms of favour of Australia that day. So uh, hopefully there'll be more uh, Kiwi supporters out there today. But what, what, what's your process before a game like today to get you into the zone? Because I know it's so different as a player and then when you go and uh, into the commentary box, do you like to get yourself fizzed up or do you like to just calm down? Well, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that uh, I'm, my fizz levels are at 100% almost every second of the day. So for me, um, I, I plan to just fully immerse myself. But we're going to go down to Caxton before we get to Suncorp. We're going to bump into all the Warriors fans, going to have a good chat to them, uh, do a couple of videos. Then, yeah, get to Suncorp. We're doing a cross, uh, actually doing an hour build-up uh, with our Aussie mates at ECN. They're oh, literally awesome. the only thing separate. The only thing separating us and them is a glass wall, and I'm not even sure that's enough. So uh, we're going to do an hour build-up with them. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I want to – I mean, I don't know um, what it's like for you, Daniel, but in moments like this, I want to I want to feel the energy rather than trying to, you know, take a step back and, and stay calm. I want to get immersed in it because I think come kickoff, that's what's going to – that's what everyone's going to be feeling both in the ground and, you know, through the radio speakers or listening on the SCNZ app. So if we can capture that, um, I think we're doing our job well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much excited. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to keep the breakfast down uh, and then come, uh, come <laughs> 6 p.m. Aussie time when we're on air. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to need a Red Bull, I'll say that much. <laughs> now, you're so right. In the, in the realm of radio, we, uh, you need to gather as much of all your senses, Grant, to, to be able to, to reflect that in, in a commentary. Uh, and these guys do it really, really well, and they'll do it again tonight. I, I'm staggered, though, they have not put you in the same room, uh, in the same studio as the SCN boys. Are, 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 they, are they worried at, of it coming to blows, Sam, or something? Well, I, I don't know the Brisbane uh, layout too well, but um, I've been told that the, uh, the breathing room uh, between bodies is minimal at best. So trying to fit six people or five people into one room is probably the major problem. But then, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, we've got Scotty Chatler and we've got Kempe, two very big-bodied individuals regardless. But obviously, Sats is a big Queensland uh, rugby league man and, and um, Kempe's a rabid Kiwi. So, yeah, I, I, I think they'll put the play-by-play commentators in between the former players to make sure nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, earlier today on the show, I, I articulated my fandom in, in rugby league. Starts with the Broncos in the in the early nineties. You know, predates the Warriors. And my father always told me, "Stick with your team that you support." So I have. So I'm a Broncos fan first. But Sam, I made the point, and you can articulate this better than I, because you've been at the heart of it. I wa- I don't want my team to win tonight. I just want the Warriors to win simply for one single reason. It's their fans, and, and not just this year, not just these last few weeks, but how loyal they've been, uh, and, and they deserve it, don't they? They deserve it. I really do genuinely hope that. Yeah, well, we outside of Suncorp, um, where we've just come from, there were a bunch of TV crews there. Kempe got pulled aside by Channel 9 and appeared on the Today Show, and they, they were talking about how amazing it has been from an Australian perspective to, to engage with the Warriors fans, uh, not just across the season, but in Penrith two weeks ago, and then a few of them flew over to Auckland. And, and both me and Kempe said, you know, for, for the fans, it, I mean, it probably is up there with, with one of the great, the all-time great Warrior seasons. Yes, we've made two grand finals, but simply because what you've just talked about, what they've had to go through over the last 12 years, the last time we made a grand final, but, but the COVID years as well, where the team wasn't in New Zealand, rugby league was essentially dead. I mean, particularly around the regions where there was nothing, there was no sort of structure to any sort of rugby league and there was nothing to prop that up in terms of the Warriors or the Kiwis. To have it all come back and to have it flip around so quickly, you know, and you look yeah. at 
some of the players that we talk about on a, on a weekly basis, you know, Annan Fanua, Blake, Maratania Kore, Chancellor Cookstar, Sean Johnson. These are guys, people are sort of quick to forget that a year ago we weren't talking about these people. We, like, Maratania Kore was on the out from the Eels. The Jackson Fords couldn't get a look in at the Dragons. Chancellor Cookstar wasn't playing first grade. Sean Johnson was being asked to retire. To have that turnaround in the space of one season and go from 15th to a preliminary final. I, it has just captured the nation. I think it's in, in a time as well where, you know, we, we've talked about sport being so desperate for, for attention and audience and, and, and youngsters as well. Kempi talks about the, the changing face of the Warriors fan. You know, he, he said when he used to go to the, the games 23 years ago as a, as a coach, you know, it was, it was older folk, you know. It was uh, yes. people that it's sort of over 50, over 60. Now it's the young crowd, you know. It's, and the Up the Wars channel, I think, is almost a symbol of that. It's, it's viral, if you will, you know. And that comes from this sort of young, passionate fan base. And, I mean, people are saying, you know, this is, this is the bandwagon fans. They'll disappear if the Warriors start losing. I don't know. It feels a little bit different to that. It feels like what they've created culturally with their fans, and this is a credit to, to Cam George and the club, what they've created is a, is a lasting sort of legacy. So I think win or lose tonight, I said this to the, to, the, to the crews out the front, I said win or lose tonight, I think the Warriors fans are stoked with 2023. Even if we get pumped, I think they'll walk away very, yeah, very happy, yeah. loving the team, and it won't matter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I hope there is a flow-on effect in, into next seasons because, you know, I, I'm cynical with sport. It's a results-driven business. They're off to a stinker mm-hmm. next year. Uh, people jump off the bandwagon. It's just the nature of sport. But I hope this energy can uh, be kept going for, for multiple seasons. I'm going to get to the game now. Um, and unfortunately, I might have to let the air out of the tyres here. The Broncos are quite warm favourites, aren't they, Sam? Well, they are at the tote. Tell, tell me I'm yep. wrong. No, no, they are. And uh, and rightfully so, too. Uh, all, all season long, I've been waiting for the for that Broncos, sort of the wheels of that cart to fall off. Hasn't happened. Not like it did last year with six games to go. Uh, they've just gotten yes. better and better. Across the park, you know, almost flawless. I, I sort of try and pick a couple of weaknesses, and there are maybe one or two positions that the Warriors can exploit. But the matchups, to me, are, are as good as they'll get in the NRL. Adam Fanua Blake going up against Payne Haas, the two best props in the NRL. Yes. Toru Harris going up against Paddy Carrigan, the two best locks in the NRL. Sean Johnson against Adam Reynolds, the two best kickers in the NRL. And then Chan's up against Reese Walsh. The, the individual matchups, I think, are driving uh, the excitement as well. But um, I, I think it comes down to one thing, if, if, and, and it's going to be one of those sporting cliches. If the Warriors just can't stick with them, if it's close after 70 minutes, they're in with a red-hot shout. If the, if the Broncos get 12 points in the first 10 minutes or if they get out to, a, to an early lead, I think that, that they're a team that just does not let go of that momentum, especially in front of a, in front of a home crowd, especially with, the, with those young boys that, that thrive on the confidence, the Reese Walshers, the Ezra Mams. So um, the Warriors have to stick in it. If we can keep it close, you know, with 10 or 15 to go, I give us a red-hot shout to, to do something special in that, in that last sort of stanza. But um, we also got to hope as well that they didn't play that final, and I know that's also a cliche, that final last weekend, because the emotion, the adrenaline, the passion that, that they had to exert against Newcastle so often in sport, don't you see that come back the next week and they've come off that high and, and they're just not at their best. So they need to keep that, probably go to another level. And, uh, and, and as Kempi said, watching the Panthers game last night, the Panthers were completing at 96%, I think, through about 60 yeah. minutes. He said, that, that you, you can't complete at 78 82% like you have been the last few weeks. You've got to complete at 90% if you want any chance of winning this game. So that's the formula for the Warriors. Um, they do that, and Sean, Sean Johnson has his kicking game right. They take Reese Walsh out of the game. They've got a chance, but 
you know, it, it is it is a brave man probably to put the house on the Warriors tonight. Yes, yeah, Sam, you talk about momentum in the game. You know, if the Broncos get ahead, they'll be a hard team to stop. But, I mean, you've got to also say, you know, momentum or, or form going into the game where the Broncos, they've won eight of their last nine games and the Warriors, you know, they lost, um, they, they've lost two of the last three. So, you know, does it count for much, the, the, the season um, leading up to this, or is it just on-the-day stuff? Because I know from cricket experience, it doesn't matter. A final is a final. You need some brilliant mm. performances from senior players, and if you get that on the day, yep, you can end up with a W on, the, on, on your side of, of the bench. Well, I think you're spot on with the experience thing, because you're right, I don't think it matters for anything, specifically from the Broncos' point of view. I mean, the Warriors in that final game against the Dolphins fielded a B-side. Yep, they got found out against the Panthers. That was probably the learning curve they needed. Like, we're in finals football now. You haven't been here in five years. A lot of you guys haven't experienced this. That was the, the rude awakening. But see, for the Broncos, yes, they've had the momentum, but you've got to remember, apart from, I think, Adam Reynolds, and there might be one other player in that team, have, have never played in this sort of finals before. Yep, they've played State of Origin, and that is a massive occasion, but they've never played in an elimination game in yeah. a finals before. Mm. So that's going to that's gonna weigh on their minds, I think, if they do get under a little bit of pressure and they do get behind. Um, and, and, you know, but, but the Warriors as well, that they, they're not a team, I, I don't think they're a team really this season that have ridden momentum throughout a match. They, 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 they've been the grinding, to, they've been the team that stays in a match. Um, there's been a couple of times, yep, where they've blown the scoreline out, obviously Newcastle last week, and I think the Eels where they won by 50-odd points. But outside of that, they've been a team that just completes their sets, goes about their work, stays in the game if they're behind, builds the scoreboard pressure if they're ahead, um, and which is why I don't think you're going to see... The, 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 the result you can rule out tonight is the Warriors smashing, and that's not going to happen. If they're going to win, it's going to be very, very close. What we don't hope is it goes the other way, which the Broncos come out and beat them by 50 points, even just as a spectacle. We don't want that. We don't want the game to be like it was last night because, you know, it feels like it's, you've got a team that doesn't deserve to be there. So I just want it to be close. Um, but those big, mm. big experienced players for the Warriors tour, who Harris has been to a grand final, Sean Johnson's been to a grand final, I think Adam Fanua Blake might have got there with Manly. You know, plenty of guys in that team have been, Dylan Walker as well, have been in a position like this. Um, that's probably Webster's little nugget as well that he'll probably push to the team, I think, before kickoff. Yeah, we don't want wipeouts like last night. Um, you know, what, 38 points to four is a wipeout, right? You know, we're having yeah, wipeouts yeah. for the Rugby World Cup. We, we want theatre. We want tension. Here's a message for you, so Sammy, via text. Someone's written in, Hey, team, can you let everyone know in Brisbane, going to the WARS, we're all meeting up at 3 p.m. at the Lord Alfred. There you go, yes. Sam. Up the WARS. It, it finishes off. Yeah. So go down there, soak it in, um, and have the time of your life, my friend. I, I'll finish off with this one. Based on what you saw last night, am I being too flippant and saying everyone's playing for second? My God, how good were the Panthers? Yeah. No, that's, uh, me and Kibi were having a good chat about that this morning as well. It's depressing in a way um, that you've got a team that's just that good, um, that no one really comes close to. A team that maybe throughout the season people thought, oh, the other wheels, you know, there was a few games, but also the Tigers, there were a few close games, and people thought maybe this is it, the wheels coming off. No, Ivan Cleary probably just licked his lips at all of those comments because <laughs> come final time, Penrith do what Penrith do. So I said to Kempi, I said, look, if, if the Warriors lost tonight you could take solace in the fact that a Broncos-Penrith final will be very, very exciting, very entertaining. Two of the best teams in the comp this year. Attack sort of versus defence. Um, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. But, yeah, Penrith, uh, I mean, you know, if, you, if you've got a bit of extra cash at the TAB and you want to make 10 cents, put it on the Penrith Panthers. <laughs>
Good on you, Sam. Have a great time, mate. Thanks so much for giving up so much of uh, the day. Go yeah, well, thanks, mate. Thanks, Sam. Soak it up, buddy. Pre- appreciate it, boys. Go the Lars. Up the Lars.